This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 651, What Legend Remains. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. With me, I'm Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I, I'm a little warm because I had to turn off my air conditioning because it gets really loud and usually gets picked up on the mic. But, like, I'm mostly, like, it's bearable right now. Give it, give it like to the end of the show, and I'll be like rushing to turn it back on. There have absolutely been episodes of this of this podcast where I end the episode literally drenched in sweat because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is not, not ideal. Fun. And uh, of course, we have there, uh, Allie. How you doing there, Allie? I'm good. I finally got a really good chance to play this past week, which. Felt really good, and I made some good progress, and you know, got podcasting and life stuff done, and I'm good. It feels good to be productive, you know. Are you the first flyer among us? I think you're. No, well, probably. Maybe I think Toasty might be. Nope. I'm just now friendly with Mechagon, with Rust Bolt. I'm pretty sure I'm still neutral with both. Okay, then yes, I might be the first flyer. Here I thought I was going to be super behind because of podcasting and editing and show notes and research and all of that. I think I'm friendly with both. But I'm not sure. And I don't want to want you to find out. I'm almost pro- revered with the Ancoan. Um, one of the problems yeah. I've been having is that, like, I, usually I played at least two nights a week. And since I started raiding, those two nights have been Tuesday and or Wednesday and Thursday. Because you get in raid. Yeah. So like, I'm having I'm having to move the other stuff I normally do during the week to the other nights. So on, on Tuesday, I've I've got real life stuff I need to take care of. Uh, Friday, same thing, and then the weekend, like if if. I'm not doing anything. I'll, that's when I'll sit down and play WoW, but it's been... It's the summer. It's yeah, busy time. Get out and do things. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. it's It's been pretty much just raid for me. And whatever things I get done before raid. How are you doing this week, Medros? Uh, good. Busy week. 
felt like I had I never seemed to get everything done that I wanted to get done while also trying to, you know, relax enough not to go crazy. Because, you know, crazy is bad, I hear. It's not too bad. I mean, I've been there a number of times. I live there consistently. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah. Would like to see life kind of settle, settle itself out a little bit, that's all. Yeah, um, I understand that. How, how's your week and while there been there, Allie? Been so good. <laughs> like I said, I got a really good chance to really do a lot. So I did the Heroic Warfront, which I think is pretty well done. Like, it's challenging. You need to actually go back and defend your base, which I know is something a lot of people have been wanting so it's actually a little more of a challenge you know resources are more important that kind of thing it was it was good though it was a good amount of challenge i got some good gear from it and you can do the quest for normal and the quest for heroic at the same time while doing heroic so it's two for one that means i got so many badges I'm getting really close. Like, I have less than 100 badges left before I can get my mount. So I'm really excited about that. And I did the new Megagon Mega Dungeon. Mega Dungeon! (laughs) It was really... I liked it. It was definitely a challenge. It felt like a Mega Dungeon. (laughs) So I'm going to assume you didn't trigger the hard modes? No, 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 not this time. I we we probably will eventually once we kind of gear up a little more. The way the bosses are, they're you know they're a bit of a challenge already. So we it was all all of our first time going in there, so we didn't want to do hard mode right away. You know we want to ease into it a bit. So maybe maybe next time we'll see. But I really liked it, and I got. I've, like my best in slot punch card for the punch card trinket. Nice. Trinket, you know? So now, between that and a couple other punch cards I got, that trinket is now 414, which is pretty amazing. Yep. And I've, I've, I literally like wrote down a list. I, <laughs> I really got a chance to have some fun with Mechagon. Like, it's just, it's a fun zone. It, feels a little different because it's not like the world quests like it's it's the normal daily quests but you can go out there and kind of pick and choose you know what builds you want to work on and what you want to craft and that kind of thing plus for anyone who is a fan of the fallout series megagon reminds me of megaton which is one of the main cities in fallout 3 and once I realized that, I got super excited because I, I love Fallout 3. And in Fallout, you have the Vault Boy bobbleheads that you can go and collect. Well, in Megagon, there is a basically a same thing. Like I think it's meant to be an Easter egg for that because you get these like Azeroth minis. And then you actually get a toy that is like a stand to display the, the mini of your choice which is kind of similar to Fallout 3 and 4 and where you get a stand where you can display your bobbleheads. So 
I got really, like, I had a really huge geek out moment when I got that. And I did the raid. I'm now six of eight in the raid, which is really cool. And I'm really enjoying it. There's some challenging bosses, some new mechanics. It's a beautiful, beautiful raid, though. And I discovered something. Because everyone's been talking about how if you target Queen Ashara and you insult her or you, you know, do different things, she'll she'll do different things in response, like kill you or make you sick and vomit on everyone, that kind of thing. I thought it was just during her fight, or like right before her fight. But if you get to the Queen's Court boss, oh yeah, she, she's actually up there on a balcony. And so I'm like uh, it doesn't happen till her fight. I'll be fine. So I targeted her, hit slash insults, and immediately died. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then half of my raid group was like, "What did you do?" And so I told them, and they they, they tried it. And they all died. If you, um, someone did a slash burp, someone did a slash spit, someone did a slash fart, all of those got them insta killed. Yep. And which I think is really funny. And she says some line about how, you know, how dare you do that in her court and blah, 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 blah. And I did hear, like, there's various things that happen if you, like, kiss her or, like, flirt with her or do something nice. I haven't seen those yet, so I don't know if it's RNG-based or if it's during her actual boss fight. I, I don't know. But I thought that was really fun. And... Yeah, the raid is pretty great. I'm up to item level 416 now which is also really great and I feel like I'm doing some good stuff with that. And I did a fun new world quest that made me think of you, Toasty. Which one? Have you done the turtle shell quest in Najatar? I have not. So you you control this turtle shell and you literally move it around as it spins and you take out all the Naga. So I can be the that turtle boss in Throne of Thunder? Yes, yeah. it's kind of like that. It's it was a lot of fun. Like I didn't want it to end when it did, and I thought about you the whole time because you know turtles. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I that's that's just the nutshell of my weekend. Wow, it was it was a good week, and I haven't had a chance to really dig into the new content until this week. So it felt good, and I was starting to get a little stressed because I was feeling behind. Because I had barely played, and I'm, you know, one of my raid's main healers. Plus, I'm helping heal another raid, and so I was starting to get a little, a little stressed. I don't like feeling behind, so it felt really good to kind of just really dig in and get a lot of stuff done, and to also have fun in the process. I mean, I hope so. I hope you're having fun. That's kind of the point of this whole playing a game thing. Right? Well, and that's the thing. Like, for, I know for a lot of people, this patch feels very grindy. And it feels like it's too much. Because they're trying to do it all at once. Just take it easy, man. Yeah, like, for me, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a rush to get flying. I had to accept in the beginning that because of everything to do with podcasting, I'm not going to be the first one in my guild. Like, half my guild already has flying, and I don't, and... I'm honestly okay with that because I'm I'm having fun. You know, I'm not actively grinding it out every single day. And when I do get on, it's just, it's fun. It really is. And I'm finding all those little, every time I log in, I'm finding little things I enjoy or 
different things that I think are fun or different visual aspects that I think are impressive and I enjoy. So even when I'm dead. So <laughs> it's uh I'm I'm having a really good time with water right now. Awesome. Yeah. How about you, Toasty? Especially now that you're reading. Well, okay, there's there's one thing I wanna say before I'm one of my I'm disputing one point in your in your whole thing in your whole thing. Bring it. Megaton is not a main city in Fallout Four because if you I said didn't Fallout Three, in, I in, Fallout in, sorry, sorry, Mega, it, that's what I meant. It, it is not a main city in Fallout Three because if you didn't blow it up, then well, the, the, what was the like? Then like, what was the point of that whole thing being there? You blow up, you blow up Megaton one hundred percent of the time. But I spent so much time there. No. <laughs> and I didn't blow it up. Although there was one time I was having a really bad day. And I saved my main game, loaded it up, and just killed everyone in Megaton. Because <laughs> like, if I remember right, Megaton was one of the first places you can get to, right? And you can blow yes. it up pretty early. Well, you can, but yeah. you don't have so, to. So I definitely did that. It was one well, of the first would. things I did. <laughs> Well, I didn't go down that path, so. Yeah, I'm a jerk. And plus, like, I, I just, I spent so much time, so much time playing that game, like Fallout Three specifically, that I often went back to Megaton for things, and it's just, you know, good times. And just there's so many. I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, there's the the visual aspects of Megagon. Oh yeah, remind absolutely. Remind me of Megaton with the 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 trash and the junk heaps and piles and ramps and buildings made out of it and everything it just totally has that vibe oh yeah absolutely yeah anyway <laughs> so like my weekend wow um as I, as i mentioned like i haven't had a lot of time to get into well outside of the raining time but uh, oh boy have i been loving raining i i did not realize how much i missed it including the, the butting your head against a progression boss for a little bit yeah I even missed that aspect of it. So we are not as far along as Ali's Guild. We're only five of eight. I think we got uh, what's his um, what's that boss name? And we got um oh no we're we're six of eight. Sorry, we got because we got. I was gonna say I thought yeah, you were. Yeah, why? I, I I was going off the number on on my Battle.net profile page, and it still says I'm five of eight. But like, I definitely killed Queen's Court. We one shot that. You one shot of that? I know. We one shot that on our second night after spending half oh, of our you. first nights on it. Yeah, that was like, okay. a lot going on in that fight. Yeah, we we weren't expecting to to progress much on our first pull because we we were also down a healer, so we were only two healing that fight. Ooh, ooh, that's rough. Um, but next thing we know, we're like, oh, it's dead. <laughs> oh, all right. I guess we'll move on to Zayquil. And I don't know, care how it's actually pronounced. I'm calling it Zayquil because <laughs> I think a lot of people are. Yeah, uh, but that's that's a complicated fight too. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. Uh, with all the portal hopping and all that other stuff. Yeah. At one at one point, we were trying this janky thing where, in the last phase of the fights, when the ref aren't on the same level as the boss. Uh huh. Like we were trying this janky thing where we were just marking it as we go as they came up, which um, it worked a little bit, but those weren't our best pulls until somebody finally like finally clicked with somebody that 
a better thing to do would be to line the circle with a bunch of markers and just point out which marker the rift is opening up in between. Oh, that's a good idea. Because yeah, it's a lot faster than just than than marking it. You can just pull it. So you can just say, okay, it's between blue and skull. And they and we had them positioned so that there wasn't a lot of room between the two markers. Uh huh. So if you just brought them to that brought brought him to that general area, it was more than likely going to be okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think we got him down to. Uh, oh, you know what? I think we had. I think it was like a one percent kill. Ooh. Like one percent pull. If I'm if I if I'm remembering that night right now. Yeah, you know that might. Yeah. So this is the most exciting and the most frustrating all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was rough. So it was one. It was. I think Sarah said he had one more vampiric touch. Yeah. He could have stayed alive, but it was just like another one and a half sec before it came oh, off cooldown. So close. So which boss so far has been your favorite? Oh. Uh, and why? Oh jeez. Um. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> okay, I'll give I my think... answer while you're thinking about it. Okay. Unless yeah. you have one. Oh, go ahead. Okay. So, I like a couple of them, but if I had to pick one so far... I mean, we we haven't... We didn't get as far as you did on Zaquil. Like, we we poked him yesterday, and that's about it. But my favorite boss so far is... Orgozoa, or Gorgonzola, as everyone's calling him. (laughs) It's, like, the Metroid-looking one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why, but something about that fight with... You know the the blue circles on the ground you gotta get out of, and the way he looks, and then how you have to like go down the ramp and stuff. I don't know why, but I have a lot of fun with that boss. Um. Well, I I think I have mine, and this, from what I understand, I I am one of the people who 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 like this fight. Um, behemoth, Blackwater Behemoth. I don't know why. It, I don't know why I find it a lot of fun. I think just being able to like that, adding in that whole 3D aspect, I'm really enjoying for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Uh, did, now, did you like Vashir back in the day, or no? Oh, I loved Vashir. Vashir was my favorite. Yeah, I did them. too. And I think that's why, like, when it when it comes purely to mechanics for Blackwater Behemoth, um, not mechanics. More just, you know, the 3D aspect being underwater and stuff. That doesn't bother me. I'm no. having a lot of fun with that. My favorite part is when you have to fly through the jellyfish because they look amazing. Oh, yeah. The jellyfish are so good. <laughs> but at the same time, that's my least favorite fight. And it's not because of the underwater stuff. It's because I'm a healer. And I can only heal people when they have the debuff off of them. And that drives me up a wall. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing that we're definitely missing in that fight. Because, like... Like, I, don't get me wrong, their healers are fantastic. But I, I remember there were there were a couple pulls uh, when we were doing that fight. Like, you know what would have helped? Shields. Shields would have helped. Yeah, yeah. 
I like all in all, like honestly, I really do like that boss. It's a lot of fun, and I think if I was DPSing it or even tanking it, I'd probably like it more. But because I'm healing it, and that whole healing debuff thing is super annoying to me, mm-hmm. so that's why it's actually my least favorite boss. But for everyone else, it's because it's underwater and everything. Like it's actually really well done. I think. Yeah, I mean they're they're. They made they made the underwater aspect of that fight work really well. I yeah, mean, yeah, it yeah. feels it feels a little weird because you have it in your head that you're moving slower when you're moving through water. Even though that's definitely not the case during this fight, you're moving at your normal speed. Um, but um, no, I mean, as far as underwater fights go, what they did with it makes sense. I think that's the best way they could have implemented an underwater fight. So, like. I don't see them using this kind of thing again, but I I'm enjoying this iteration of it, especially like aesthetically. I really enjoy that fight. You know, you're oh, deep you're yes. deep underwater. You got all those jellyfish. You have that. There's that constant fear of like hovering over the wrong part of the <laughs> platform, and next yeah. thing you know, you're you're eaten. Well, no, I I I enjoyed that one. Yeah. There, there's not been a boss here this tier so far where I'm like screw this boss. Yeah. Like, um, in past raids, there there have definitely been moments like that. So, um, the one that comes to mind for me is Hellfire Citadel. Screw Terran Gorfiend. Ooh. Like that yeah. Gorfiend fight was nasty, and I hated it so much. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That was nasty. I think we had over a hundred pulls before we killed it on normal. And yeah. then we had a bunch of bunch more like that on heroic. It was the worst. Literal literal weeks on Gorfine back in the day. Right. There would would not do again. Anyway, yeah. Um, so five of eight or six of eight. Queen's Court down. Good good progression on Zeke. Well, I'm, I, I'm we're gonna have him down this week, I think. Especially with how fast we progressed through the raid, we're like. The first first half of the first night, we had gotten through Orgazoa, and then we started pulling Queen's Court. Right. And then Queen's Court, we got we got that down first pull the second night. Nice. Um. So I my item level right now is not as high as yours, four oh seven. But I did pick up a bunch of gear uh, at during this week, so I picked up a new set of shoulders. Um, which are at 420. I got a new cape. Also got new gloves and new boot. And the week before, I picked up uh, a new trinket, the file of the Arcane Tempest. That trinket screws with me so much because uh, it has a visual effect to it. So its equip abilities, your damaging abilities, have a low chance to surround you with an Arcane Torrent for 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, got, I've constantly got this purple circle around me, and and as you know, <laughs> having gone through all these fights, there are some uh-huh. fights where there's a purple circle around you, or the purple stuff you got to stay out of, and I, I get like it confused me a little bit. I'm like, what is this thing, and why isn't anybody taking care of it? Right. And no, it just turns out like I was doing. It's just you. I was doing 33 damage <laughs> to... 33, I was doing a small amount of arcane damage to nearby enemies. Yep. That was that was great to realize. 
I also got that um, I finished picking up those three pieces, those nine pieces you need to make that essence. I've got the Crucible of Flame. Nice. Not, not Crucible of Flame. Um, the Elemental one. The Elemental Stone. I think that might be Crucible of Flame now that I'm thinking about it. Either way, I got, I got a new thing. Which I'm very happy about. Um, turns out that my neglect of leveling up my Heart of Azeroth just because I didn't care when I wasn't raiding is coming back to bite me in the butt. Yep. 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 Um, luckily, I'm catching up pretty quick. Yeah. I started out That's this what a lot of people here. are saying. I started out this raid here, I think, at 43. I'm at 49 now. Oh, nice. So, Congrats. yeah. Been, I've been progress. I've, I've been doing a good job of catching up. Nice. I think I'm at 54 now. Oh, nice. So you'll have the, you'll have both the traits unlocked soon, then, right? Um, I have one of them unlocked when I hit 55. I think the next one's at 65. Oh, you know that that's. But man, I have to actually care about my gems and enchants now. The whole thing. <laughs> like I Welcome picked up a pair of boots, Raider, my friend. Ah, that's that's one part I don't miss. <laughs> picked up a pair of boots. Like, oh, these are great. But they have a socket. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Sockets are kind of rare right now. So. Yep, but I don't Be have excited. any gems. <laughs> I didn't have any gems. And that's like, what guildies are for. That's, and none of them are jewel crafters in my um, guild. That's what the auction although, house is for. <laughs> although, to be fair, like I, could, I, I, I feel like if I asked somebody in my raid group, it would they would give me the the gem. We're on the same. Are server. you on the same server? Okay, and then I'm I'm sure they would. Then. Yeah, I'm I'm in the services guild, so that's you know Dalaran, where I've been for. Right. However, I've been in Dalaran for a while now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Sarah's Sarah's very happy that he that I finally started grading with him. He's been bugging me for years. My my not Medros character on Dalaran is currently pretty much naked at the mailbox. But why? Because I don't play on that server. But, like, you have starter gear. <laughs> I think I told you all off. Drink. Don't judge him. I, I believe that was on my um, list of characters that I uh, cleared, out of, cleared out of stuff uh, in order to delete characters to make room for stuff when I started to to make new characters on my my server, so... Okay. Uh, I didn't actually delete the character, though, because, you know, I wanted to stay Reasons? there, so... Yeah. I might have some friends who play there, I heard. So, you know. A few. One or two. Also, I'm, I just want to say that I'm, I'm very much liking my, my Warrior's mug. I didn't think I'd go for the shirtless mug, but I, I did, and I'm like I like the look. Very, very great. Ten out of ten. <laughs> anyway, like I feel like I've been talking a while about my week. What, what, what did you get up to in well, Medros? I spent a lot of time on a boat, and. That's about it, really. I, I uh, we're, like we we're talking in the pre in the pre show. I really haven't done a lot of WoW stuff this week. Um, I have not been to Nezhatar or Mechagon this week at all. I just didn't have the energy or time. And 
yeah, just been trying to enjoy when I can get into WoW, but it's basically just been doing my basic, you know, mission table and trying to sell auctions and stuff. I did, I did clear out my auctions a little bit. Uh, I basically turned on, I found the feature of TSM that basically says don't repost after this many times. Turned that on and then sent all that stuff off to my, um, to one of my characters in Boralis and then basically scrapped it all. So I basically got, it was all green gear, so I got a bunch of stuff for my alts and stuff. And then once all that was scrapped, I had a lot less time spent reposting stuff that probably was never going to make me any money. And then I turned that, all that off again so that I can kind of restart again from the, from the beginning and try and make some money that way in, in WoW. So I actually, ironically, I think it was like Saturday morning, I played some, play, I logged into WoW, did a bit of stuff, and then when I w went to go in later, it was basically like, oh, your time's out. You, you need to buy more time. I'm like, oh, I should have remembered to do this earlier. So I did the whole, okay, yeah, I'll buy a token for this amount of money. It was amount of gold, and um, so re resubbed again. Uh, but yeah, for for a brief few hours, I was without World of Warcraft time. So, um, well, at least you had that taken care of. So, like, that's the important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm re addicted. Uh, I'm re up to my my addiction, uh, and uh, yeah. So. Honestly, I just I didn't have the energy or the time to do a lot of WoW this week, and I'm hoping in the next week or so I can get more time. But as it leads up to a family reunion coming up in mid-August, it's just going to get busier, I think. So we'll see how things go. That's that's the nature of summer times and playing MMOs. Yep. Like, there's there's lots of stuff to do, like inside a game and out. I mean, I, well, actually, you know what? I remember when, when there wasn't that many content updates during the summer. Those that was that was perfect, and and now, not so much. I mean, I I, I guess complaining about regular content updates is like the ultimate first world problem, <laughs> or not the one of the ultimate first world problems. Yeah. Oh no, you're giving me more stuff to do in this game that I pay you for. But I have other things I want to do. How do I prioritize that time? Poorly, as it turns out. Prioritize <laughs> it poorly. Uh, I mean, for me, I mean, I... I do feel a bit drawn to Mechagon and Azatar, but I know it's going to take time to get the reps I need there. And... I did see something on the bird. The, the reward bird you get for the flying. Um... It looks really cool, so I look yeah, forward to be able to have really that. Yeah. But, you know, if I have the choice between, you know, playing WoW or getting a grass cut that hasn't been cut in three weeks, you know, I know what I have to do. It's not, not playing WoW. So, hopefully in time, with the, uh, more time, but yeah. So far, my week of WoW this week has been very, 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 very nothing much. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't remember the last time I did an Emissary quest. It's probably been a month, at least. Uh, and I just... 
I, I did notice that one was actually rewarding more than 400 gears, so that was nice. Um, don't, I think it was Proudmore, I think, was rewarding a 410 piece. And at some point, I'll get back into the, doing that, um, but not really feeling drawn into, uh, into that aspect of the game at this point, so we'll see. But let's talk about our uh, first sponsor, shall we? Okay. Our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week, this week's Funko is one of, I'm hoping, Toasty, that you're going to like uh, this, this line coming up. And these are, are just, like, concepts at this point, but they are working on these. Um, they're... NHL mascot Funko Pops. Oh my goodness. So, gritty is love, gritty is life. Yes, gritty! <laughs> but, but see, I, I think I think I figured out the one I'm going to give you for Christmas there, Toasty. No, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> so for anybody listening... Uh, to the, on the download, Medros linked Tommy Blackhawk, the Chicago Blackhawk mascot. No. What's wrong? And honestly, I find it insulting that that of the, what was it, six? Yeah, six, six of them. Mascots? Of the six mascots they chose, they did not choose to make one for the reigning Stanley Cup champions. What that, is their mascot? That, yeah, that's true. Huh? What is their mascot? N- Louis the polar bear. Well, there's a polar bear here. Just you know, do do a little editing to the to the, the front of the bear, and you're good. Not the same bear. Eh, bear is a bear, isn't it? Like, yes, it's a Toronto bear, but it's a bear. It's a polar bear. It's Carlton. No, they they don't have my mascot either. If it makes you feel any better. Yeah, of course they have the friggin' Blackhawk. Well, I mean, the Blackhawks have been around a lot league for a long time, man. Come on now. Well, I don't care. They have Chance. They have Chance from the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. Uh, they also like, have the Bruins mascot, which is just another bear, and the Devils mascot. I miss Bernie. Bernie should be on there. I want I want Louie and I want Mickey. Mickey Moose. And I want Benny. Hmm, Benny. But yes, uh so these are coming soon. They don't have a release date yet. Uh and so far so basically these are just concepts at this point. But I think they look really cool. And I I do like that they are going a bit different with mascots versus players, because they have a lot of player ones for the NHL. Um, but, honestly, the player ones just look the same look like the same person, just with a different jersey and maybe a little bit of different hair color sometimes. And, otherwise, they just look, like, the same, which is kind of boring. And, I mean, mascots don't get traded, right? Yep. That, those are true facts. I don't even want to know, Presley. I don't even want to know. 
That's that's terrifying. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that it it a looks crab? like a crab, but also looks like toast. Yes. Crab toast? <laughs> Toasted <laughs> crab. Yes. All right. But yes, uh, if you want, you can check out these. They're not on the shop right now, but they will be eventually one day. Um, definitely check them out. Uh, if you go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA, you can check out their online shop and use shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA and use shop 10 to save 10%. And uh, yeah, if you need an address to where to send Toasty all of the Tommy Hawk Funko Pops you find, uh, definitely let me know. I can give that address to you and we'll all make sure they can forward it to his work. Please don't. <laughs> All right, well, we thank Funko for the support of the show, even if Toshi doesn't support all of Funko's products. All right, so what's coming up this week in WoW? Or, sorry, first off, tell us about this week in Dungeon Fables, Valley. <laughs> well, this week we went to Magister's Terrace, which was pretty fun. I'm almost done with Burning Crusade, so we're, you know, this, this upcoming episode is the last one on Burning Crusade, which is good, and... It, it, Magic Terrace was a good episode. You know, as a podcaster, you have those episodes where you don't feel too great about them when you publish them. You know it wasn't your best work. And you have those that you felt really good about. I felt really good about Magic Terrace. It's good times. Good times. Lots of fun voice lines. It, it felt like you just got into uh, Outland stuff. Um, not to me. <laughs> It's Outlands has been a lot of work. Not bad, just I'm I'm ready for Wrath. I'm excited for Wrath. I can run that. Yes. <laughs> Alright, what's coming up with this week in WoW? So this week in WoW is a very PvP focused week. So we've got the Arena Skirmish event running from July twenty-third to twenty-ninth. We also have the PvP Brawl Comp Stomp running from July 23 to 29. Comp Stomp is, I think, one of the newer ones where you're going to do a Rathy Basin versus AI. So, you know, don't lose to them. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't, like... It's not going to be a, just a Horde Alliance thing. It's just, you know, like, how... Granted, I don't know how these AI are tuned, but um, I assume it's... Oh. Like, we'll say I, where, like, it's easy to win. So don't lose. But now I'm going to try it. Yeah, I haven't, <laughs> done, I haven't done that one yet, and I want to try it for sure. Well, I'll try it this week and report on whether or not I lose. Knowing me, the fact that I just said that, I, I'm, I'm going to get my butt kicked. I promise to la laugh at you if you lose. I'll, I'll be laugh. Nice. <laughs> I will definitely you if you laugh, then I'll laugh. It's fine. I appreciate the people who are saying they're not going to laugh. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that, that's that's what we've got in WoW this week. Pretty pretty quiet. I mean, there's the, uh, the auction house dance parties today. But, you know, that'll be long gone by the time the show comes. <laughs> by the time the show's uploaded. That's happening today. <laughs> All right. So guys, it's been just over eight months since we got some some news in, in the Blizzard world. And that was that Mike Morheim, founder, 
one of the co-founders and CEO and president of Blizzard was leaving the company. And I recall when people were talking about that, they, they mentioned, oh, well, you know, Alan Adham just came back recently and Frank Pierce is still there. So, you know, the, the, the rest of the founders are still there. It's still, it's still the same company. It's still the same influences that started it all. So it was unfortunately with great sadness this week that we found out that Frank Pierce is also leaving Blizzard. Um, he, he didn't speak a lot about you know, it, it's time to turn over the reins to the next generation, um, pass the torch, and so on. And I definitely understand that, you know, there there is definitely a time where you need to move on. You need to continue on past what you have been doing for 28 years, in, in Frank's case. But it is exceedingly sad to me to see another person who was very formative in the creation of Blizzard departing the company. And I think Panzer of Trade Chat kind of sums up my thoughts on this pretty well, which is to say this was naturally going to happen eventually and Blizzard really isn't the same company it was even a few years ago. Um, as for the cause of this, I don't know what that is. I don't know if there is some internal stuff. We don't know. No, Nobody who, who does know any of that is actually speaking about that. So I, I'm hesitant to make any suggestions as to what the problem is or whether there are any problems there. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of the fact that Frank's leaving just eight months after Mike left? I mean, honestly, when I read it, I'm like, I mean, it, it's, it's something that made sense to me. I mean, at the end of the day, these guys have been here working for that company for almost 30 years. And I know people are out there saying that it's something different and, you know, from other, other pressures within the company, but I don't know. I, I'm color me, color me an optimist, which is a weird thing for me to say, because you know, well, you guys know me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not typically an optimist. No, but I mean, they, I mean, these guys have put a majority of their lives into these companies, and time to take it easy. They've, they've, they've earned that. Yeah, I mean, 20, 28, 28 years is a long time. I know I left my last company after nine, nine and a half, and that felt like a long time. So 28 years, I, I can't even imagine. On one hand, it's easy to want to jump to conclusions. It's easy to want to put the puzzle pieces together and make our assumptions. You know, but like you guys are saying, like we we don't know the whole story we don't know what's going on behind the scenes we can speculate and it's easy to but that isn't necessarily the best thing to be doing right now since we don't have the whole story 
But it's it's a bummer that he's leaving, and I, I wish him all the best. And it's uh, you know, I mean, this this could be end up being an okay thing, and you know, everyone who's getting upset is potentially getting upset over nothing. But we don't know the future, and we don't know the behind the scenes stuff. So, uh, yeah, just I wish him all the best. Indeed. Hopefully the changes aren't too stark. I hope that those who work at the company are able to find their footing and enjoy their time in the company. Um, and that uh, there's there's no negatives, no nonsense to this. Cause I mean, Frasley chat, chat brings up a good point. I mean, he says, how much actual involvement was Frank having in day-to-day? Which is a good point. Also, the whole, um, you know, French perspectives running a company, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah, uh, people don't like what they're hearing out of Blizzard these days. There's there's definitely a lot of negativity around that. And I, I don't know if these changes uh, uh, will make it better or worse, but there's going to be more changes, and that's just that's just the nature of life. You know, things the, things are never going to stay the same forever. People can try to keep things how they they think it should be. But uh, they're always going to be successful. Things like things change. And like 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 it or not, we'll just have to deal with it. Indeed. Like I said, hopefully things are, are okay and hopefully things go well moving forwards for Blizzard as a company and I hope that Frank finds uh, something to do next that he can enjoy. Alright, let's move on from that and talk about World First. Yes, because with a new raid means new Mythic World First race. No one has been a Shara yet. Having said that, some people are surprised that there are so many guilds already to Ashara <laughs> after just coming out, you know, a week ago. But as of right now, we only have four guilds on Ashara. We have Limit from the US. We have Method, which is an EU group. We have a name I'm probably going to say wrong, and I apologize if I do, but it's Jitianong, I believe, which is Chinese. And then we have pieces also from EU. And as of now, only those four guilds are actually on Ashara. So no winners yet. But maybe soon, maybe not. I don't I don't know. Do you guys have any predictions on when Ashara is gonna be taken down? Um by next by next show. The way the rate things are going. My next show. What do you think, Medros? Yeah, definitely. I would honestly not be surprised if it happened tonight. But I don't know if there's anybody that's actually making attempts tonight, so... I- I'm... I'm surprised there are so many that are that have, have progressed so far into this raid, and... I- I'm... I'm interested to see, yeah, how how far people are able to get in such a short time. 
Um, I remember the world when the world first races took weeks, if not months, and Ooh. now people are like downing it down these raids very very quickly. Well, I mean, you know, the reality is that we're all, all all of us are who've been playing this game for an extended amount of time are way better than we used to be, and there's only so many variations of mechanics they can throw at us. It's just a matter of figuring out the intricacies of how they've cobbled them together. I think it's just fun to see the different guild names <laughs> on the list. <laughs> yeah. speaking, speaking of guild names, I know, I know, you know, Method and all them, you know, people care about them, but people who listen to this show know that I'm a fan of two guilds in particular for their names. So, uh, Fat Shark Yes is seventh in the world with uh, six out of eight mythic for eternal palace and big dumb guild is 34th in the world yeah. uh, four out of eight i have faith in the two of you yeah just blitz it all tonight and catch up and i want one of you to take world first. there's one guild called whatever we're awesome <laughs> one that's untitled spreadsheet I just I I always get interested in seeing the different guild names and you know the silliness. One of my favorites is still Strawberry Puppy Kisses, who got world first for heroic. So I mean they are they are obviously the ones that <laughs> And they're six they're they're sixty right now, so take that as you will. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Strawberry puppy kisses. <laughs> Are they actually? They're 69th right now for Mythic. They're 4 out of 8. What, what about, awesome. What, what about Unwealthy Homeless Men? They're, yep, they're in there too. I saw them. I think that's a great name too. They are... Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. 24th. Blood Legion's still around? I thought they were done for ages ago. Um, They're they're way different than what they... I mean, the the hardcores, I think, went to, ended up going a limit. And the, pe- the people who wanted to keep pushing world first went to limit, and then Blood Le- the remainder uh, stayed in Blood Legion. That's my understanding. Uh, sorry, sorry, Fresley, we ignore guilds that have lies in their names. I, I do apologize. Strawberry puppy kiss. Raiding that. rainbows. I love guild names. Anyways. Let's talk about some more WoW Classic news. Yeah, so not not a lot. Uh, just there's more, and there's not so much news. There's more uh, of it being a reminder that um, WoW Classic character creation opens up on August 13th. So if you're dead set on getting a specific name in WoW Classic, perhaps it's your original character, or perhaps the name of the character you're playing now. Either way, if you want to. If you want to make sure you get that name, uh, mark your calendar for August 13th, because that's when you'll be able to create your character. You'll be able to create up to three um, two weeks prior to launch. Um, U.S. character creation is opening up a bit sooner than than the other regions. Um, we don't have any names in the realms yet, but we know for sure that right as of now, there's going to be a PvP and a PvE and role-playing room. We have that Forward. Also, a reminder that uh, initially, initially Blizzard didn't want to separate EU realms, which 
understandably would upset some people. Um, so um, they're now adding French and German Realm to pool of available classic servers. Oh, okay. Yeah. August 13th, create your three characters. I will be taking the many variations of Baloran that I've used over the years. I'll definitely create Aleandris. I don't know if she'll be a rogue or not, but that was my original, was a dwarf rogue. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't, even, I don't even remember the name of my first first WoW. My first first WoW character was, uh, as I mentioned before, a Torn Druid. That I'm pretty sure I randomly generated. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't attached to it. Um, my warrior... I can't remember where I took the inspiration from. I think it was a warrior... I think it was a, a god of war from some religion that I can't remember. And, like, the, the, the research I did was sketchy at best. I think I just googled war gods. And picked one that sounded cool. So, like, who knows whether or not it was true. And, like, I tweaked the name a little bit. But yeah, Baloran, or a variation of the spelling. <laughs> I'll probably log in and, like, steal Medros on a couple of the servers, at least. In case you decide to play? No, just nobody else can take them from me and use them. Ah, don't want to be misrepresented. That makes sense. Yeah, and all people on there saying that they're me. That would be really... Unhappy. Yeah, I get that. Anyway, that's that is it for news this week. It's been a pretty light news week. It's almost like you know, it's summer vacation, and anything just came out. So we're gonna talk about our second sponsor. Our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash books 2019 That's bit.ly slash books 2019 Now over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today we're going to take a look at the inspiration behind the Good Omens, uh, what was it, an Amazon series? Yes. Um, the book, Good Omens. Let's have a listen. The Beginning. It was a nice day. All the days had been nice. There had been rather more than seven of them so far, and rain hadn't been invented yet. But clouds massing east of Eden suggested that the first thunderstorm was on its way, and it was going to be a big one. The angel of the eastern gate put his wings over his head to shield himself from the first drops. I'm sorry, he said politely. What was it you were saying? I said, that one went down like a lead balloon, said the serpent. Oh, yes, said the angel, whose name was Aziraphale. I think it was a bit of an overreaction, to be honest, said the serpent. I mean, first offense and everything. I can't see what's so bad about knowing the difference between good and evil anyway. So once again, that was Good Omens, written by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, and narrated by Martin Jarvis. You can find that and over 200,000 titles over at bit.ly slash books 2019 And we thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was, how do you feel about hard modes that can be optionally activated during a raid or dungeon? 
Zephyrian says optional is fine, just depends on the group. And Frasley says, I think it's really cool adding options. I'm all for allowing people to up difficulty if they want, like Mythic Plus and Dungeon or Raid difficulty. Well, KBH says, I'll never use them, but if they're there for those who want them, that's fine with me. And Aludra says, I like on I like on the fly adjustments. You can set farm bosses higher without the whole everyone out of the pool moment that a reset entails. Keeps everything moving and more fun. Cyrub KOC says, I absolutely love this option. Aldor was so good because of it, and I would love if they brought this back. Call me crazy, but I wouldn't mind if they got rid of the difficulty tiers and replaced them with a system like this. In my opinion, it would add uniqueness to the game. Colorado Mikey 84 says, yeah, what Cyrub said <laughs> with a smiley face. And then dear old fan death replied to both of them saying plus one times infinity. Having little things to trigger a hard mode made it fun and engaging. And when somebody goofed, it was lol worthy. Missy fan death. <laughs> uh, so our question of the week for next week was what kind of progress have you made in your 8.2 goals so far? So, my, my, my 8.2 goals were getting back into rating, and I'm, I'm 6 of 8 uh, on normal in, in, like, the first couple weeks. So, like, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, I realize Heroic's going to be a bit more of a slog, but like, that's, that's the fun of it. Right? That's what I'm going to tell myself when I'm angry anyway. <laughs> yes. I knew early on that flying was not going to be an early goal of mine, like I said earlier. So, flying aside, my goal is literally to have fun and explore. And that's what I've been doing. So, I would say I've achieved my goals so far. I'm still playing. I've achieved all my goals. (laughs) There you go. I'm looking forward to hearing everybody else's answer. All right. Well, we didn't have any voicemails this week. Uh, feel free to lose a voicemail if you want, guys. It's always nice to hear from you guys and and have stuff to play on the show because we love to hear you guys' voices. You know, not not just it's not just a one way thing. And uh, yeah, so shoutouts. Uh, we will go with Ali first. My shout out is to Draven, who does the show Epic Fail Podcast, who is uh, going to be having his last episode this upcoming Saturday. I mean, it may come back down the road. We don't know, but it's for the time being going to be the last episode. So shout out to him since he was the first one to have me guest on a show that involved a webcam and I was really nervous and <laughs> he's really cool about it. So just to, uh, you know, shout out to Draven. Toasty. Um, mine's a more somber shout out. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the friends and family of Jeff Robinson, also known as in control. He, uh, was a former Starcraft two pro and evolved into a caster. He passed away this Saturday, um, from a blood clot lungs. He was an inspiration for a lot of people. And it was somebody whose content that I enjoyed watching a lot. He responsible for a lot of 
tabletop RPG uh, videos very recently. Uh, yeah, he'll he he will be missed. Thirty three years old. That's definitely a sad loss for the StarCraft community. I I personally don't play StarCraft and didn't really know him, but I know he's on the Pylon show and Alexander, who is in many communities, uh, was talking about him a bit Saturday night and after the news came out and she was talking about how great of a guy he was. And if you go and read the, the comments from everyone and stuff, there's definitely a lot of love being shared. And he's definitely a a big loss in the community. And uh, my shout out is going to be a little more lighthearted. Uh, it's going to be to the creators, producers, and everybody behind the Marvel Adventures Endgame movie. Uh, congratulations on hitting or, or sorry, breaking the record held by Avatar. Um, it it's quite a feat, and uh, you did it in far less time than it took them. So. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Um, time for our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW-5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata and our Discord at bit.ly slash ATA Discord, which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at Aliander's K, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More Than Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of a dead Azura. Maybe. Probably. Possible. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions. Copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.